What's up and welcome to episode nine, probably. Sure, why not? Let's go with that. Oh, we'll figure it out here. Uh, Yeah, episode nine of the Bag Clan Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, joined by Rob and Blake. What's up, guys? Nothing much. Uh, I'm falling asleep. I'm totally not on hydrocodone. Definitely didn't get my ACL reconstructed today. Nope. I can vouch for that. He definitely didn't have that happen at checking in at 530 this morning. Yeah, so I'm totally going to be absolutely lucid all day, and I probably won't. Awesome. Yeah, well, it will be super fun if all of a sudden it's, hey, Blake, what do you think about that? Blake? Hello? Blake? What? (laughs) Yeah, no, not sleep yet. I'm still here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so this should be a fun show. Um, we're going to start, I have a trivia question. Well, not really a trivia question. I have a question for you guys. So we're talking about the percentage of total team touches. So how many times, uh, you get the ball and you are the one to end the play with the ball, right? Sure. Um, just to give you an example, this isn't the answer. Obviously Cam Newton is the highest quarterback on these team touches because he runs a lot, you know, that sort of thing. Right. Um, in the top 30 for team touches percentage, 29 running backs. And uh, the 30 top ones are all have more than 25% of their teams. One non-running back in the top 30. Michael Thomas. Holy shit. That would have been are you like, kidding? That would have been my guess, too, because he had like 18 catches the first game. Well, Blake is the uh, drug savant, apparently. Yeah, Blake. Plus, he happens to own Michael Thomas. Yes. So, uh, just looking at this, Zeke leads the pack. Zeke has a 48% touch share for the Cowboys, which, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Um, 30th is Jordan Wilkin for the Colts, 26%. And Michael Thomas comes in at 27.7%. Nice. So he comes in at 28. But, yeah, I thought that would be a lot harder. But, all right, whatever. <laughs> I see how it is. I'll have to find Loser. some. Thanks, Dick. Um, so we'll jump right into the news then. Uh, first news, Josh Gordon traded to the New England Patriots. What do you guys think about that? Well, the Patriots had to do something. Um, you know, they haven't really gotten much out of their wideouts so far this year. Um, so, I mean, I can see why they make the move. They, they're they arrogant enough to think that they can turn anybody around. So, why not? But him and Brady have lockers right next to each other. Well, <laughs> won't that be sweet? I'm sure they'll go out at night. My big question is, why isn't Josh Gordon wearing 12? I mean... He wore 12 in Cleveland. Why wouldn't he wear 12 in New England? I got no answer for Gee, you. Again, right? Do you wonder why? Yeah. It, but, Blake, do you know who wears 12 in New England? No, no idea. That would be Tom Brady. Yeah. Oh, would you look at that? Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> it was a trick question. Yes. Yes, it was. Don't, don't trick the drugged up guy. 
No, yeah, my <laughs> hamstring hurts. Your hamstring hurts now? Well, that's they borrowed from there to reconstruct his ACL. I thought they borrowed from a dead guy. They, they did, did both. Yeah, oh. two of me and one of him. Oh, I'm surprised they could find two working ligaments inside of you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's probably only two. <laughs> well, just to finish up the Josh Gordon talk, I dropped him when I heard the news that he was getting released. And then I picked him back up on the off chance. He went to somewhere like Dallas or New England where I think he could get a huge target share. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. It, it'll be interesting, A, to see if he can keep his nose clean, right. show up to me, stuff like that. But I, I don't know. I think that's worth the end of the bench flyer, considering you know we have people like DJ Moore and you know those kind of people on our benches. Yeah. I think it's worth it. All right. Other point of news, a bit more not happy, I suppose. Uh, LaShawn McCoy, um, his ex-wife has now filed an affidavit, affidavit in the lawsuit filed by his ex-girlfriend, the domestic abuse lawsuit. Basically, the ex-wife is saying that she has seen uh, – she has seen that or the, the allegations were true that McCoy is a, uh, or beat his kid. Uh, this isn't a good situation. And I don't know. I will, we'll stick to fantasy for the most part, but it's definitely not good for fantasy. Um, I, I don't know. I wouldn't want him on my team. That's for sure. Yeah. Agreed. All right. I don't think you can say uh, much. What's that? I said I don't think you can say much more. Nope. Uh, the last piece of news we had was we have another trade this week. Uh, Turbo and Whitefish pulled off a six-player trade. Turbo traded Brady, Alex Collins, and Chris Godwin for Whitefish's Kirk Cousins, Corey Drake. Um, face level, you know, you have – Two running backs in Cotton Drake, where you're quite sure where um, carries are going to go to, but I think Drake is going to get a little bit heavier workload. For some reason, that Ravens coaching staff is enamored with Collins. Wide receiver, Corey Davis versus Chris Godwin. That is the potential upside, but Godwin's got the floor for sure. And then it's Brady versus Cousins, and it's who you believe in. Um, yeah, sorry. For this trade, I think it was mainly Rob trying to get Brady, trying to ditch his uncertainty at quarterback for a starter, for somebody who's going to be mostly consistent. I'm a little hurt that he traded away Kenyon Drake, who I gave him. That was a present for him, but <laughs> I guess you got to do what you got to do. Well, I mean, I guess, Rob, the one question I have for you, do you think that Brady is really that much of an upgrade over Kirk Cousins? I do long-term. Even with, uh, I guess, the failures in the fantasy playoffs that Brady has seen the last, what, three or four years? Yeah, and that's why I'm keeping a second quarterback. But I just think that – Did we lose Rob? No, I'm still here. Hello? You're good. Okay. 
Um, I believe that I'm going to get more consistent play, uh, like Blake said, out of Brady uh, than I would guessing between the two. Um, I think Cousins, he, I mean, he had a great game last week that I didn't get in on, which is fine because I benched him. But I don't believe with the defense that they have, the running game that they have, that he's going to consistently throw for a gazillion touchdowns. Um, we've already seen that the defense uh, for New England is not real good. Um, they're letting people move the ball on them. Um, Bortles just had pretty much a career day against him last week, and they don't really have much of a running game, so I'm going with Brady. Um, especially he's going to get Edelman back in a couple weeks. He just They just traded for Josh Gordon. If he pans out, I just think there's more upside there. All right, so we'll jump into our first matchup, the Foe-Us versus the not-racist Redskins, both teams 1-1. One and one. Uh, The Foe-Us are going to roll out Cam Newton versus Cincinnati, and the not-racist Redskins are rolling out Blake Bortles versus Tennessee. I mean, I see this one as pretty much a toss-up. Blake Bortles is going to throw, and he can run. Cam Newton, if, if he runs a lot against Cincinnati, he could score more fantasy points, but – I mean, the way te- uh, that uh, Jacksonville's been playing, I got to give it to Bortles in a slight edge here. I agree. I, uh, Bortles put up 55 points of the fantasy points last week. And I mean, I know Cam Newton put up a decent amount, but that Jacksonville offense is really finding their groove. So I think Bortles is going to take the win. Yeah, I'll take a push here. Uh, at running backs, Foyus have Carlos Hyde versus the Jets. And Giovanni Bernard, keep in mind, Joe Mixon hurt last week out what, one to four weeks with a – they scoped his knee, I think? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Um, so, Giovanni Bernard at Carolina. They did sign Thomas Rawl. Um, for the Redskins, Zeke Elliott at Seattle. So, I just want to take a moment and recognize how unfortunate foes are at running back this season. They look so good, but now they're just shredded. You got to give it to the Redskins just because of Zeke's production possibility. Um, agree a hundred percent. I agree. I think it's closer than you'd think. I think Geo's going to have a good game, even against that Carolina run defense. Uh, wide receivers, we have Amari Cooper at Miami and Jarvis Landry versus the Jets versus Mike and Keelan Cole, a standout last week versus Tennessee. Um, in this matchup. Man, I'm pushing this one. If if Landry's fine, I mean, he missed practice today or at least was limited. Um, if he's fine, I guess I like the um, the number of uh, targets that Landry's going to get versus the other two. But you just don't know what's what uh, old Fitzmagic's going to do with Mike Evans. Um, so I'm going to push it. Maybe if there, if I had to give a slight edge, give it to Redskins. Uh. <laughs> See, I want to agree with you, but I think I'm going to begrudgingly. The only pullback is that Fitzmagic does like to spread the ball around the field. So it's Mike Evans' only threat. Yeah, I mean, Mike Evans still did have 10 catches last week. I think this is a, uh, this is a decided victory for the Redskins, but it's not like a blowout by any means. 
uh, at tight end, Kittle at Kansas City, and Zach Ertz versus Indiana? I think it's Zach Ertz for sure. Um, I might give the edge to Kittle. Uh, Kansas City has won both their games, but they haven't really stopped anybody. They've been in these shootouts. Um, and it, it to me, Zach Ertz was actually gets targeted a little more when Foles is in there. And um, and he's not this week, obviously, because they're getting their man back. Um, but we know that Garoppolo loves himself some Kittle. So give me a, the edge to Kittle here. I agree with you, Rob, but Ertz is the only show in town. Uh, they don't have anything at wide receiver. Give me Ertz. I think the volume is still going to be there. Maybe not as much, but it's still going to be a lot. Uh, at Flex, we have Cooper Cup versus the Chargers and Chris Thompson versus Green Bay. Um, I think – actually, how did Chris Thompson do last week? He still did pretty well. He caught a lot of balls. Yeah, he had one rushing yard but 22 fantasy points. Right, and they all came from receptions, obviously, where Cooper Cup had a respectable – 12 points, I guess. I don't know. I, I think with the receptions that Chris Thompson, Chris Thompson is getting, he's the edge here in the flex. Yeah, I'd agree. This is a bit of a homer pick for the not racist Redskins. Um, taking Thompson, but yeah, give, give me Thompson. He's, he's going to get volume regardless and cup. You don't know for sure. Yeah. I mean, if I'm a Thompson owner, I'm not benching him until he gets hurt and he's going to get hurt at some point. But I'm not benching him until then. He's like a locked 15 points, basically. Um, for defense and kicker, the foes are sending out the Vikings versus Buffalo and Mason Crosby at Washington. The not racist Redskins are throwing out the Texans versus the Giants and Matt Prater versus New England. Well, these are both pretty good, but you you had me at playing Buffalo. And uh-huh. give me the foes all day long. Yep. Yeah, I'm just throwing kicker matchups out the window this year just as a blanket. So, obviously, Vikings over the Buffalo Bills is kind of blame. All right, uh, Rob, any notes on either bench? Um, the only the only note that I would have is um, I noticed that Keenan Allen's on the bench. Now, I know they're playing the Rams, and so it, I can see the thought process there to say, oh, I'll put Keelan Cole in against Tennessee instead of playing my stud. But, you know, in fantasy, sometimes you don't get cute. And Keenan Allen works out of the slot sometimes. I don't know that I would make that call. But that would be the only thing I would think of. Blake? I don't really have too much to add there. All right. Well, and and the deciding factor there, Rob, might be that it looks like the not racist Redskins still have Carson Wentz on their IR, so it could just be that they're waiting until they have to make a roster move in order to keep that extra person on their bench. More than likely, because then just they'll have to make a choice to drop somebody. Right, but I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm betting you're right there. Yeah, if he makes that move now. Uh, he's got to put Wentz in as uh, either on the bench or in his lineup. Yeah. Right. All right. Oh, and I forgot to mention last week's pick'em. Uh, Rob and Blake both went four and one. Their one loss coming picking the Cyclones over Kegerator, and I went five and zero. Oh, so suck it. Yeah, that's 
That's my fault for going with the Cyclones. I, yep. I learn. <laughs> so our overall standings, I am at eight and one this year. Rob is at seven, one and one. And Blake is at seven and two. Overall, pretty good through two weeks. That's I'd say so. So uh, let's pick this game. Rob, who you got? Well, I think it's going to be pretty close. But just based on I really like the flex. I think I like the quarterback, and I really like Zeke. I'm going to go with the Redskins to pull it out in a really tight one. You cannot argue it. I think, uh, I think the score could be a little bit Uh, I think we might have lost Blake there, but um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Redskins as well here. Uh, like you said, Rob, it's going to be a tight one, but I think they have more upside. Yep. All right, our next matchup is the Cyclones against Club Baby Seals, and we'll start off with the quarterback. Hey, can you guys hear me? That? You guys yes. can hear me now? Okay, cool. Are you back to live action, Blake? Okay. Yeah, I think so. We'll uh, we'll start out with Drew Brees against Aaron Rodgers. Man, uh, a questionable Aaron Rodgers still, and he did get hit a lot last week. I guess give me Brees here. Those New Orleans Atlanta matchups they seem to be either really high or low scoring, but Atlanta really gave it up to Cam last week, so I'll take Brees. Uh, Tyler, did you get my pick for that last matchup? Yeah. Yep. Okay, cool. Um, I don't like the prognosis of Aaron Rodgers at all. I don't know how he's going to be going forward. I mean, according to what he said, he doesn't even know how he's going to be going forward. Said, quote, he's going to have to adjust accordingly to how I'm feeling and try to get through. He said he's also not going to be 100% this season. So I think Aaron Rodgers might be slowly moving towards a bench spot. Obviously, Drew Brees is going to take this. Uh, I'm going to agree. Drew Brees. Give me give me Drew Brees over hurt Aaron Rodgers. And Washington's got Norman, and he's going to take somebody out. So, yeah, give me, uh, give me Brees. Um, so running back, we've got Kamara. And right now we've got Mixon. So I, we're going to have to base it on this, but – Mixon's out, so we've got to assume that he's going to put Miller or Carson or somebody else in. But as of right now, he's got Mixon in um, against Marshawn Lynch uh, and Isaiah Crowell. Even without Joe Mixon in there, uh, Alvin Kamara has a good chance of outscoring both Lynch and Crowell anyway. So, Man, you took words right out of my mouth there. And knowing, knowing how... Ryan is on top of things. He's going to be changing that quarterback, so it's going to go to the Cyclones for this matchup. Yeah, I mean, I think if you get, I think if you get positive points at all out of that second running back spot, and you don't just throw a zero out there with Mixon, you got to give it to the Cyclones here. Yeah, agreed. Um, nothing more to add there. We'll go wide receivers. Uh, Cyclones are going to trot out Devontae Adams and Golden Tate. Uh, against Washington and New England, respectively. And then Julio is going to be taking on New Orleans. And Brandon Cooks uh, going up against the Chargers. You know, uh, these are a lot of good receivers. 
Um, pretty much, here's the crazy part. Pretty much all of these receivers this year have been a lock for 20 points, except Julio. I mean, that's I give me give me those seals here and Julio and Cooks by a by a hair, just by a hair. I would agree with you normally. However, Julio did not practice today. Yeah, but Julio's which is Julio's one of those that will practice all week and come out and go for three hundred. True, but it's a calf injury. I don't know. I mean. I'd feel a bit better, but I think I'm more comfortable with Tayton Adams. Um, I'm going to agree with Tyler, and I'm going to give the edge to Julio and Cooks. I'm going to assume Wednesday's not a big deal. If this, uh, if he's still missing practice on Friday, then that's a different story. But as of right now, I'd give it to uh, to the Seals. Tight end, we've got Kyle Rudolph taking on the vaunted defense of Buffalo. And Travis Kelsey against another great defense in San Francisco. Uh, I think it's pretty solid Travis Kelsey here. Uh, it looks like it's a uh, NFL shootout between who can get more touchdowns between Mahomes and Fitzpatrick. And Kelsey is, I think, the more reliable tight end between these two. So, Club Baby Seals. Yeah, I'll give it to Kelsey. I think that game is actually going to be a game, whereas the Minnesota-Buffalo game is – that's going to be a D1 school playing the Little Sisters of the Blind. Yeah, I'm going to agree. Give me Kelsey. Um, In the flex, we've got Allen Robinson at Arizona and Kareem Hunt uh, uh, against San Francisco. I'll take Kareem Hunt. Um, I – at least part of the time, Allen Robinson is going to be covered by Patrick Peterson. Um, even though I and I think that that game script is not going to go well for Allen Robinson because I think that that game is also not going to be particularly close. Um, so yeah, give me Kareem Hunt here. I think it's good. it's a very very close matchup, but I'm going to give it to Kareem Hunt because they're at home. That's the only thing. I don't. The only reason I'm giving it to them is because Robinson's on the road. Uh, agree. Give me Hunt. Give me the guy that's getting guaranteed touches versus a guy that you're hoping gets a lot of targets. Um, defense and kicker. Uh, since we don't care about kickers anymore, let's just go Ravens against Denver or the Saints against Atlanta. Now I'm going to echo what Tyler said earlier is that Saints and Atlanta are either a shootout or not. And I think this is going to be a shootout game. So I'm going to give it to the Ravens. Yeah, but, I mean, I guess we are we are ignoring kickers, but uh, if it is a shootout, the Seals have the Saints kicker to offset that. So, I don't know. I, man, uh, I, I think the Saints are going to turn it around. I definitely don't think that defense is as bad as they've been. The Ravens got a little bit exposed to Cincinnati last week. Give me – the Saints, give me the seals on this one by a hair. Um, normally, this would be an easy slam for the Ravens, but because they did kind of blow it a little bit last week against the Bengals. However, at least once a year, the Bengals play out of their ass on offense and then throw five picks the next game. So I'm going to call this an anomaly and give it to the Ravens. So, uh, Tyler, anything that you're seeing on the benches for either team? 
You know, um, not a whole lot that I'm seeing from either team. Um, Lamar Miller is uh, obviously, like we said, the Cyclones are going to have a running back, assuming they change their lineup. It looks like Lamar Miller is the best pick out of a bad running back core. Um, probably not going to pick Carson. Uh, so it's really between Lamar Miller and Aaron Jones, and you just don't know what Aaron Jones' uh, workload is going to be the first week back. So right. I think it's going to be Miller. Whether he has a good game or a bad game, I have no idea. But he should get you, like we said, those seven, eight points that could tip the scales as far as running backs go over to Cyclones. Right. So, Blake, anything on the bench that you're looking at that you'd change? Um, I'm, I look at benching Aaron Rodgers for club baby seals and that's pretty much all I'm looking at. I mean, you have two good options, Matt Ryan or Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. And both could be involved in shootouts. So I could, exactly. I could see that. Um, so who's your pick? Oh gosh. I think I give it to Cyclones. You know, for uh, for my pick, I got a text this week, and that text said, "Hey Tyler, why don't you give my team any support? My team needs moral support in order to win. So you know what? I'll bring some moral support." Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know. I hate this, Tyler. <laughs> you know what, baby seals? If you believe in yourself and you keep practicing, you'll get better and better at fantasy. And that's why I'm picking the baby seals to win this week. Let's go. I'm going to go with the Cyclones, assuming that Joe Mixon's getting replaced. Um, I think this team's more solid, so give me the Cyclones. All right. Our third matchup is going to be Whitefish against the Fantasy Reapers. That's a 2-0 team against a 1-1 team. At quarterback, there's a newly acquired Tom Brady on the road in Detroit against Patrick Mahomes, against San Francisco. Uh, I don't know what to think about this one. Tom Brady could shred Detroit, but Mahomes, I'm going to go with the same philosophy that I'm going with Fitzpatrick this season and until he proves me wrong, I'm picking him. Um, at running backs, there's Melvin Gordon at the Rams uh, and te uh, Tevin Coleman versus the Saints. And then the Reapers have Jordan Howard at Arizona and Christian McCaffrey. Uh, again, well, not again. I think Whitefish has this one. Melvin Gordon and Tevin Coleman are a little bit more, be a little bit better than Howard and McCaffrey combination. McCaffrey's going to get his reception dangerous, but Howard, I don't think runs the ball as much as the other two combined. Receivers, Whitefish has Odell Beckham at Houston and Tyreek Hill versus San Francisco. 
the Reapers have Antonio Brown at Tampa Bay and Adam Thielen against Buffalo. This is a really close matchup. I am pretty much going to push these guys. Odell could have a big day in Houston. Tyreek Hill could have another huge day. He probably will. Whereas Antonio Brown's against Tampa Bay, who might shark that one up as a 100-point combined game, I believe. And then Thielen's against Buffalo. So these are solid receivers that I think are pretty even. Uh, Tight end, there's Jared Cook at Miami versus Trey Burton at Arizona. I got to go with Jared Cook. He's proved he can do it. I think give this one to Whitefish. Flex spots, Demarius Thomas at Baltimore versus James Conner at Tampa Bay. I think Connor is the more guaranteed points in this flex position, so I'm going to give it to Reapers. Defenses is the Jets at Cleveland, and then the Dallas at Seattle. This is another close one. I'm going to push these two defenses, and then nobody cares about kickers. (laughs) Uh, On the benches, I think the biggest thing to look for is going to be Josh Gordon's status come Sunday for Fantasy Reapers. Uh, obviously, with that trade, Whitefish no longer, has, no longer has to consider starting to, uh, Matt Stafford. So I think the only thing to look at between these two benches is Josh Gordon. Good job, Blake. Thank you. My mouth's really dry now. <laughs> um, my, my thoughts on the matchup, it, it's going to be real close. I need – I mean, if, if Reapers team plays like last week, I'm going to lose because – you can't overcome a guy throwing for six touchdowns. So I got to hope that Mahomes comes back to earth a little bit. I also got to hope that Thielen, um, he scored a lot in that game because they were coming from behind. I do not believe they'll be coming from behind in Buffalo. So this might not be an Adam Thielen game. This might be, you know, more running and maybe a pass or two uh, on the uh, to some of the other receivers. So that's what I'm hoping for, uh, and then my guys go off. That's about all I can do. Yeah, I think on my side, um, just going down the list, I'll take Mahomes over Brady this week. Uh, like Blake said, I'm going to ride the hot hand until it's not hot anymore. Um, for running backs, I actually really like my running backs. I think Howard's going to be in a game script that's beneficial for him. Uh, you know, by the second quarter, this game could be one of those where he's just pounding the rock, getting yards. And McCaffrey, McCaffrey is game script exempt. <laughs> um, for wide receivers, that's a tough. I I got to give that to you, Rob. But then again, Tyreek is a little bit mitigated by Mahomes because if Tyreek has a big game, Mahomes will have a big game. Um, Unless I get a punt return. True. Very true. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a close one. I think. Man, I individual players on my team might go off for more, but God, I'm still struggling with the fact that I am doubling up on Chicago and I'm doubling up on, which is just capping my up. Um, I don't think 200 points is necessarily in my week to week outlook. It's more so, you know, with Brown and Connor, it's floor and with Howard and well, Howard specifically it's floor and then Burton, it's a little bit of upside. So it's going to close. And, myself but i don't feel great about it let's put it that way what do you think blake um as far as a matchup winner yeah oh boy 
I think I'm going to give it to you, Whitefish. I like the adjustments you made in your lineup, and I like the I, – I just like every everything that I pushed. I like it. It's just that little bit more, so I think I'm going to give it to Whitefish. I'm going to pick against myself. I'm going to give it to Reapers. You crazy. Well, probably. All right, which is next? Kegerator and Turner. Uh-huh. Yep. Got it. Brother on brother. Hot brother on brother action. That's gross. Okay, so this one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> your quarterback matchups are Ben Roethlisberger at Tampa Bay or newly acquired Kirk Cousins against Buffalo. You know, I don't think the game script is going to be there for Cousins, but it's Roethlisberger on the road. I mean, uh, I think Cousins' floor is a lot higher than Ben's, and I think their ceilings, Ben's ceiling is higher. Give me uh, Cousins. Gross. I don't uh, – I agree with what you're saying, and I, I like it in my heart. But I really don't want to give it to Cousins because I I just feel that they're gonna they're gonna go up on Buff and then they're not gonna throw a rock. Are you saying you have a feels pick? I'm having a feels pick and I'm feels in Ben Roethlisberger this week. Oh, well, he's been feels in people and never mind. <laughs> never mind. I'm gonna go with Roethlisberger also. I know about his road thing, but he also thrives on Monday night games on Monday night. Um, you're talking Tampa is going to have no problem against that Pittsburgh defense. If Pittsburgh wants to stay in this game, they're going to have to throw it around the yard. Um, Cousins is not going to have to do that. That's what I mentioned about the Thielen uh, play in the matchup before. Give me Ben. Uh, running back, we got Royce Freeman in a beautiful timeshare against Baltimore and AP against Green Bay. Or Todd Gurley and Kenyon Drake. Do we even need to go into this, boys? <laughs> no. No, nope. not at all. All right. Uber. Obviously, Turbo. I mean, any team with Gurley gets the nod. Gurley and Blake playing with his uh, drugged-up new ACL brace is going to win that matchup. Yep, uh, sure is. So, wide receivers, we've got uh, Nuke Hopkins uh, against the Giants, Larry Fitz against Chicago, A.J. Green of three touchdowns last game against Carolina, and Emmanuel Sanders, uh, also against uh, Baltimore, that Royce Freeman was for Kegerator. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, uh, between the these thing- four, I like Emmanuel Sanders and A.J. Green a little bit better. I'm going to slightly give it to yeah, I think the big differentiator here is Larry Fitzgerald. Um, I just don't have any faith in anybody in that Arizona offense. So while Hopkins could be the equalizer, I'll give it to Turbo. Uh, I agree. Uh, if it was Larry Fitz of last year, I'd say Keg Raiders got a shot here. But Larry Fitz of this year is just not getting – the quarterback play is not there. So uh, give me Turbo. Yep. Uh, we got Jimmy Graham against Washington or the Gronk against Detroit. Not close. No, it's not. Agreed. Not close. Gronk's going to run all over him. Uh, at the flex, we got Juju 
Smith-Schuster in that Tampa Bay game, a little double stack with Ben, and Deshaun Jackson against uh, Pittsburgh in the same game. I think the stack of Juju and Ben could be very fortuitous for Kegerator. However, Deshaun Jackson is the number one target for Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think it's going to be between these two, and I'm only going to give it to Kegerator because of the potential stack of points with Ben. But the players yeah. themselves, I think, are a push. Um, I'm going to Sean Jackson all day here. Um, a, he's got Fitz Magic behind him. Uh, they've uh, Deshaun Jackson's looked awesome with Fitzpatrick this year. And B, I have two. I think there are two things going against Juju. The first one is again Ben's on the Big Ben's on the road. He does not perform on the road nearly as well. The second thing that's going against him is actually the fact that Antonio Brown is asking for more targets and saying, give me the ball. And we've seen that superstars say that a lot of the times they come out the next game and just, I I could honestly see 20 targets to Antonio Brown this game. If the game script is right. So give me Deshaun Jackson here. I think they're going to go more towards Antonio Brown, less towards Juju this game and big Ben's on the road. Um, I'm going to go with Juju here um, just because I'm expecting this to, Pittsburgh to do well on Monday night. Um, And I just don't think Deshaun Jackson can repeat 300-yard games three weeks in a row. That'll be my – I'm changing my big city pick to be Deshaun Jackson under 100. Lock it. Uh, All right. Defense and kickers. Uh, Bears taking on Arizona and the Rams taking on the Chargers. I think it's the Bears defense, no question here. Yeah, that that Arizona offense is abysmal right now. Yeah, I mean, both defenses are good. The Rams have real good defense, but the Chargers should be able to do something where Arizona's going to be able to do nothing. Um, Tyler, look at the bench. Anything stand out to you? Yeah, I mean, Fournette could be the difference maker here. Uh, he's practicing. I don't know if he's going to play, but if he plays, that – immediately changes the outlook for Keg Raiders running backs from God, why to, eh, all right. Uh, especially because I think he'll pull Freeman, who's in that god-awful timeshare with Lindsey. Um, I think Fournette could be a matchup swinger if he uh, if he's playing and if he's actually healthy. I think as Easy Turbo, I very strongly consider starting Deshaun Watson against the Giants. Uh, They're at home, and as I said, I don't think Minnesota's going to be passing the ball all over. There's only any way that Cousins repeats his last week's score. Uh, So, like I said, I think they're going to get up and stay up, and that's it. And then so Deshaun Watson would be the better play, in my opinion. Agree with both of you. Uh, Blake, give me a winner. Have to give it to Turbo. Tyler. Um I I gotta give it to Turbo right now, but I do have one more thought that I just thought of. Uh my big pick of the week is I think Latavius Murray this week outscores Dalvin Cook. 
because of game flow. I think Cook will be out of the game early. I think Murray gets a lot of carries. Very nice. Um, I'm going to take Turbo also. All right. So that's Turbo down the board. Turbo down the board. All right. Our last matchup is the matchup for the Commissioner's Cup. This, uh, so far, the holder of the Commissioner's Cup has lost every week. So, that's uh, not true. Oh, no, wait, you're hot, right. Never mind. Yeah, it is true. So, hot snakes are on the hot seat this week. <laughs> um, the matchup is obviously the backdoor hot snakes who are holding the Commissioner's Cup versus the trash pandas. Um, at quarterback, hot snakes are throwing out some Fitz Magic versus Pittsburgh night. Trash Panda are throwing out some luck on or at Philly. Fitz Magic versus Luck. What you got? Uh, this is easy. Give me the magic on Monday night. Um, I don't. Luck has thrown a total of six percent of his passes over twenty yards. Philly's got a good front seven, and they're probably a little pissed that they got beat last week. Uh, and they're getting Wentz back, so that's gonna that's gonna boost that team up. I think Andrew Luck gets beat up on. Give me Fitz. All right. Um, yeah, I'll take Fitz as well uh, for the reasons you said. Um, at running back, the backdoor hot stakes have Philip Lindsay at Baltimore and David Johnson versus Chicago. Trash Pandas have Saquon Barkley at Houston and Dalvin Cook versus Buffalo. <sighs> you know, a week ago, this would have been an easy Saquon Dalvin Cook kind of matchup, but I agree that I think Latavius Murray is going to get a little more work in this game than Cook, especially with Cook, you know, being a little limited in practice. They're going to get ahead, and then why why run him when you've got Murray there? Um, and so far, uh, he might get like 10 catches again, but they can't figure out how to run Barkley. Uh, I don't think they're going to figure it out against Houston. So uh, give me the hot snakes in this running back matchup. You know – Again, I have no faith in anybody in that Arizona offense right now. That offense looks to be – we're seeing with David Johnson what we saw with Todd Gurley a couple of years ago under uh, Fisher, where all of a sudden this you know, awesome, awesome running back just isn't producing. And I think it's because of the offensive scheme. I don't – I just don't have faith in that Arizona offense, especially against Chicago. I got to give it to Trash Pandas. I think Dalvin Cook will – well, I think Latavius Murray will outproduce him. I think Dalvin Cook will have, you know, a decent game before he leaves. And, yes, Saquon Barkley, they haven't figured out how to run him quite yet, but he's still had more than 20 fantasy points each week. Um, so, yeah, give me the Trash Pandas here. All right. Uh, at wideout, we got Thomas and Diggs against T.Y. and Tyler Lockett. Are you just hacking or uh, hijacking my hosting duties? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I sure did. Yeah, you really did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, give me Michael. Any Like we talked about earlier in the show, give me Michael Thomas. I think he could single-handedly outscore the entire wide receiving core for the Trash Pandas. I think Blake snuck me some of his pain meds. <laughs> um, and yes, I agree. And and now now go ahead, Tyler. I'll let you do this next one. All right. 
uh, at tight end, the Hot Snakes have the boneless wonder, Jordan Reed versus Green Bay. And uh, the Trash Pandas have Evan Ingram at Houston. You know what? He's lasted this long and surprised me. Give me the boneless wonder. Yeah, I think so too, especially right before a bye week. I think they've been um, not necessarily like easing him in, but he only had eight targets last week, which actually is a little bit surprising for Jordan Reed. I think I think you see double-digit targets for Reed this week. Um, at the flex, we have Chris Hogan at Detroit and Marvin Jones versus New England. Um, I'm going to push this. If you're t- asking me who I think is going to get more catches, it's Marvin Jones. If you ask me who's going to score touchdowns, it's Chris Hogan. Based on that, I think they're going to push. Yeah, I mean, God, Hogan had two touchdowns last week. I guess that's the first time seeing that. But, man, I – yeah, I'm going to call a push here too. I just – New England's going to take somebody away, and who knows who it's going to be. It could be Martin Jones. I don't know. So, yeah, I'll take a push here. Um, at defense, uh, the hot takes have the Jaguars versus Tennessee and Hopkins versus green Bay and trash fans have Browns versus the jets and Harrison Butker versus the 49ers. If it wasn't the Jags playing Tennessee, you know, who's got their own problems, you know, they don't have a tight end anymore. They got quarterback issues. Um, the Browns are not a terrible play against the jets. Um, but give me the Jags. You know, the Browns are one of those teams that are just causing turnovers left and right. I want to take the Browns here very badly. I hate myself. That's why I said if it was anybody but the Jags, I might take them, but I'm taking the Jags. You know what? I'm going to include the kicker in here. Since we have Harrison Butker in here uh, for Kansas City, that Kansas City offense is a powerhouse. I'm going to give it the defense special teams and kicker to Trash Panda. That's going to be my type. That's going to be how I rationalize it for myself. That sounds good. Um, what do you do? You have any thoughts on the benches? No. Um, I mean, Blake's bench is a minefield of people either suspended on the free agency wire or hurt. Um, I wouldn't change anything that he's got. Um, and if I'm trash panda, I'm I wouldn't change a thing either. He also has a minefield of questionable people. Um, no, I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah, I mean, maybe you think about Marquise Goodwin if he's going to play uh, over Marvin Jones, but you'd be bold to pull the trigger on that. Yeah, it is first game back. That's tough to do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there, there's not, there's just like you said, it's a minefield on both of these benches, and and the only person you would replace on either of these teams are the flexes. So, yeah, I there's not. A whole lot to talk about here. So uh, we did unfortunately lose Blake. So we'll have to get his pick after the fact. Uh, but who no, you but he picks himself. All right. Well, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yep. He, he sent me a message and I saw, I think he's done his, his meds kicked in and his, uh, he decided that was it. I mean, that's not why he left, but <laughs> I don't think he's right. going to get back in. Yep. So who you got here? Uh, I'm going to take uh, back, uh, hot snakes as well. Man, yeah, I I think Fitzmagic is the differentiator here. I yep. think, and I think it's I, receivers. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I I think 
this could be one of those where it could be a half point victory or it could be a 60 point victory. Right. But yeah, I think it's, I think it's hot snakes. So, all right. Well, that wraps up this week. Uh, Any last thoughts on the league in general? No, I think all the games have been decently close um, up until they aren't close. I mean, last (laughs) week we had several blowouts, 50-point wins and stuff like that, and then we've had a couple close ones. Um, My big thought on the league is that, oh, my God, quarterbacks are scoring a ton of points. I don't think I've ever seen a week where three quarterbacks scored scored near 60 points. Uh, That's unreal. Usually it's – an outlier, but there were three last week. So who knows? So far, I've been surprised by fantasy, and I think I will continue to be all year. Yeah, I mean, this is a. I think this is a pretty good year. I mean, you don't really have in our league these trash teams like we get where right. Yeah, why are you even going up? Even right right now, we have teams that can play. You know, you might have an injury here or there that are holding you back or something like that. But you just got to believe in yourself. And you, too, can learn how to ride a bike. You, too, can learn how to ride a bike. And, and Blake's final words were, oh, give me more meds. My knee hurts. So. Oh, good. No, that wasn't. I made that up. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, on that, we'll get out of here. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Have a good week, everybody.